Hi friends. Does your pricing tie in with the perception of your service or product? Do you worry people won't take your business seriously? Today we chat with Philip Darling from Darling.ie. Philip tells us about the valuable lesson he learned after recommending someone for a job. He delves into how his pricing was perceived by customers and the importance of perception when it comes to your business. All right, let's flip. Welcome to the Flip Angels podcast. I'm Rob Fitzhugh, and as always, I'm your host of this podcast, where we talk exclusively about all things failure. We chat about the stuff in business that nearly broke us, the stuff we thought we couldn't survive. We talk about the mistakes we made and how we managed to flip that failing, learning from it. This podcast is for any business owner or budding entrepreneur looking to learn from the failure and eventual success of others. In this week's pod, we're chatting with Philip Darling. Philip is over 43 years in the area of advertising, both here and in the UK, helping businesses with their creative communication. But it wasn't always plain sailing. Advertising is a competitive market and Philip had to learn the hard way at the perception your pricing gives your business with potential customers. We check in with Philip so he can shed some light on it. Well, there was one story. And when I started Angel Design, I was just by myself and I had a really good client, which I won't name, but they were one of the top legal firms in Ireland. And I was doing lots of design work for them. And one day the marketing manager said, look, Philip, I need to do a golf invitation. And I said, look, I'm really, really sorry, but I'm going on holiday because there was no one else with me. And she said, well, could you recommend somebody? And thinking that I wanted to give her a good recommendation, I recommended uh, a principal of a design company who I knew really well. And I said, why don't you talk to? So they did, and they did the, the, the invitation. And fast forward to about, about a month later, a new MD wanted to rebrand the whole company and he invited them in as one of their participants. Now, it was very interesting. Um, the, the corporate identity um, was pitched by three companies. One was a person he knew, myself, and this other person recommended. The guy that he brought in quoted 100,000 for the corporate entity. This was kind of mid-90s now. It was a lot of money. I went in at 25, and the company I recommended went in at 55, which was still outrageous for what it was. But because he perceived that I was too cheap, the other guy was off the scale, and the other company was just right, they got the gig. And I lost a lot of business there. It wasn't that the relationship with the marketing manager was gone, but I had got them in through this route and the new MD liked them. And that was a big mistake. Um, yes, recommend people. Always, You're always looking for the best result for your clients, but don't recommend your main competitors. Yeah, I suppose... Uh, yeah, I would imagine that that like it's strange. It is because oftentimes in 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 a lot of jobs you're asked to to hey can you get quotes? Do you know anyone we need to yes. you know we need to get this so inevitably you will end up reaching out to people that you know in your of own course. industry because they're they're in your industry. But I suppose you, they they are your at times competitors and at at times your 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 companions. It depends on on on, on the yes. experience that you're taking from yes. it. But did you find in that particular instance was it? I mean your thought process going into that recommendation was that like you know hey you know what i know this person this person 
or were you, because you, you had quoted quite low, but did you just assume that this was the standard price that they would quote as well? Or in terms Well, it, it, it really was a, a, a eye-opener because when I went in at 25,000 for the piece of work, I thought it was fair price because I knew the implementation behind it was probably maybe four or five times the price. But they went in at a much, much higher price. And the perception was it was still better uh, value. Um, and I think the contract they got was into the hundreds of thousands because the implementation was huge. So I think certainly perception is really important. Value for money uh, is important. Um, but at the end of the day, it's also about the um, uh, chemistry with, with, with the person. So it really was an eye-opener for me. And did you find that that decision had an impact on you pricing moving forward? Yes, it had. I cer certainly think, like, say, for example, uh, when you used to do uh, annual reports. So you might have a 24-page annual report. Uh, the perception of an annual report by a company was always valued two to three times more than a standard brochure at 24 pages. So there was a situation that you put the same work and effort into it, it's the same income paper, the same production values, but the perception of an annual report was deemed much higher. Um, so if you were smart about it, you could just work in, in annual reports. Um, so certainly there were those strange uh, exceptions, yes. And it is strange, and for anyone who is listening, um, they're probably well versed in the in the fear and the notion you get, especially when you start off a business, just in, in terms of how to value yourself yes. and how to value yourself in the eyes of other people. And generally, I can't speak for everyone, but generally people tend to undervalue themselves um, uh, when it comes to specific work. So it's interesting that you had this experience where you didn't undervalue yourself, but you came in fair yes. um, uh, only yes. to see that that people's perception of value it was not so much the work was being done it was this this age-old thing where like it's expensive so it must be absolutely must be good and it's not outrageously expensive so it's expensive it's affordable so it must be a better service when in actual fact that isn't always the case i i think also there was a comparison so yet one guy went in at a hundred thousand which really was outrageous the other person in my mind was high and i was perceived low but the person had had a gauge, you know, and they took the, the, the middle price. Yeah, it's a real Goldilocks thing, isn't it? Where they're yes, just like, oh, is. I'll go with that. I mean, if if if, if the prices had been closer, maybe, or, or a little Absolutely, bit skewed, yes. maybe. But yeah, um, yeah. And since then, moving forward beyond that, have you ever found yourself in a similar scenario again? Not just in terms of recommending people, but in terms of your pricing and your approach to value and that perception you're talking about? Um, I think... Uh, Tendering can be really, really tricky. I mean, I've done lots of tendering. I primarily worked in the arts and his historical things. So, and I have won lots of tenders for, for the company, but I've also realized that, you know, tendering is not just about price. It's all about, again, perception, experience, capability. Um, but I think with tendering, you really have to, to, to look at it. I did a tendering course and the, one of the key things I took away was when not to, not to, to, to actually tender. And I think some of the open tenders are really dangerous because there could be 20, 30 people putting in a week or two weeks into it, only one will get it. So that's a lot of wasted time. Um, it's not to say it's a really good way of getting business, 
but you have to be really sure that you're the right person for it. Amazing stuff. I'm sure we've all at one point thought about how our products and how our services are perceived. There's a kind of a, when you start out, there's kind of a desire to, to, to offer a cheap price because you really want the work, but it never maybe factors in that people are going to perceive your, your product or service has cheap because of the pricing you've put in it. So I learned a lot from this, this brief conversation with Philip, just about, you know, not only about the perception my pricing gives, but also, you know, when to bring someone into a project and when to, you know, keep them at arm's length. As always, I want to thank everyone for your time and support listening to the Flip Angels podcast with me, your host, Rob Fitzhugh. Uh, you can catch up with all things Philip Darling at www.darling.ie. And if you want to find out more about us, you can check out us and all the information you need wherever you listen to podcasts. As always, thank you for your time and support. If you're looking to sidestep some potential future failings yourself, please book a consultation with your preferred expert or talent hero on the Flip Angels website. You'll be able to find the details for that in the description below. Until next time.